Hello, my Encounter family and family and friends. My name is Teresa, and I'm a grateful believer of Jesus Christ. When I was younger, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> when I was younger, I loved the Lord. I would go to church with my aunt all the time. I loved being part of the church. I was involved in plays and in the choir. I thought it was awesome. I had a pretty good childhood, but I always felt a little bit lost. A lot of times I felt like I, I didn't belong. I never knew my real dad, and that kind of played a negative part in my life. My mom remarried when I was about two years old, and her husband became my father figure. He is a great person because he took me in as his own. He worked a lot. I have so many great memories and a couple of bad ones. As I got older, I felt like I didn't belong in the circle. To get attention, I began to lie and steal money from my mom's purse, and I was constantly in trouble. I lied about everything, and I became a huge storyteller. In 1989, my parents bought a house in Palmdale. Things were good for about a year until my mom met a man that caused her to fall back into her drug addiction. She left my dad and took me with her. During this time, I began drinking, taking heavy drugs, taking pills, and I was sleeping around with men to fill the voids of my life. I worked and went to school, but still felt as I never belonged. I started looking for acceptance everywhere I could find it. I did not love myself. I felt as I was a waste of breath. I got myself deeper into drugs to hide the pain. I thought I had life all figured out, but I was just lying to myself. I was using sex to feel loved, but I never felt loved. I felt dirty, empty, and sad. I didn't understand what was going on with my life. I was just going through the motions. I moved around a lot, but managed to hold on to different jobs, whether I was on drugs or not. I was still trying to fit in. I was doing what th I thought I was cool, but I was not cool. I was an addict. I was addicted to acid, pills, meth, cocaine, pot, and sex, because I just wanted to fit in to feel loved. I worked for a while, or it worked for a while in my mind, but I was out of control. During that time, I was making and selling drugs. I did what I could do to get my drugs for free. There are many things in my life that happened to me that I don't even remember because I was so messed up on the drugs. When I was around 20 years old, I ended up pregnant. I believed that there was no way that I could have this baby, so I decided to have an abortion. After having the abortion, I felt like I was the worst person in the world. I took a life that was not mine to take. I died inside, and I had a lot of suicidal thoughts. I tried drowning myself in my bathtub. I tried taking pills and acid, but it never worked out. I was still here, and I would think to myself, why? I thought my life was over, and I saw no future. I was overwhelmed with guilt and shame, and the pile of regrets was too high to count. I was offered a job, and I took it. I tried to move forward, but my guilt and shame and regrets kept haunting me. I was completely depressed, so I hid my depression behind more drugs. 
I knew I needed something more in my life, and I needed to change. When I was 21, I was in a big car accident. I ended up having knee surgery and breaking a lot of bones. I had a lot of time to think while I was healing from that car accident. I was in constant pain, so pills, pot, and I remained great friends. I ended up moving back to Palmdale with my dad, and again, he was there for me. I moved once more and stayed on course with my pills, pot smoking, and drinking. It was the year of 1999, and it was party time. Party like it's 1999. <laughs> I went to a New Year's Eve bash with friends, and I got all messed up. I went home with a man who I thought was my dream guy. Every girl wanted this guy. When he asked to kiss me at midnight, I thought I was that special one. It was the Millennium New Year, so I went home with him that night. And from then on, we were inseparable. I knew one day, hey, maybe he can be my husband. Like most relationships, we had a lot of ups and downs. He had an uncontrollable temper. It was his way or no way. And he had an addiction to women. I knew he had hurt his other girlfriends in the past, and I was warned a few times, but I believed that I was different. He would not do that to me. I believed I could change him. I thought he loved me, and I was going to do whatever I had to do to keep that love. One of the obvious ways to play God is to try to change someone, try to save someone, or try to fix someone. I was playing God, suffering the consequences of my own denial. We moved in together, and I felt things were pretty good. I ended up pregnant. But he did not want kids. So again, I did the unthinkable. I had another abortion to please him, but it only hurt me in the long run. If there was one word to describe how I felt after that abortion, it would be the word numb. I suppressed those deep feelings of pain, shame, and regrets, allowing my codependency to kick into high gear. I did whatever he wanted me to do so his anger and rage would never get triggered. Things were not always bad, but the bad overweighed the good by far. In March 2003, I found out I was pregnant again. I was scared to tell him, but I did, and I was not going to abort another baby. I quit smoking pot and had already quit taking all of the other drugs. My pregnancy was kind of a lonely one, and it, we also had serious life complications when she was birthed. He continued on with his normal life, and shortly after our daughter was born, he quit his job and left me for one of my good friends, or so I thought. Then I went through a tragic loss. In 2005, I lost my mom to a brain aneurysm. She was only 49 years old. She was in an abusive relationship, and she had left the man. She had been staying at my dad's house and at my apartment where she cared for my daughter while I worked. Sorry. <laughs> Due to her years of drug abuse and other abusive relationships, she did not come out of surgery awake. She suffered a stroke and lived about seven months in a subacute center. She finally passed away a couple days after Mother's Day. That was one of the hardest times in my life. I was 30 years old and a new mom on my own. 
that put me in a desperate state. So I, again, went back to my husband. He was very controlling and always got his way. He was abusive with his words, hands, and sex. I ended up pregnant again, and this time with our son. And my son was life changer for me. We had serious complications when he was born. He had a pneumothorax that was so scary, and I thought I was going to lose him because of what I did in my past. I started to think for myself. I worked extremely hard to support our family because my husband did not want to work, so he didn't. It seemed like I was only there most of the time to take care of his things. He was very dependent on me because I was the one who took his grandmother's place. I was just leftovers to him. Used when others did not want him or when he needed something. I felt unworthy, but I didn't want to get a divorce. I started standing up for myself. By this time, it started getting more physical. He would hit me, scream in my face, push me around, spit on me, pull my hair, kick me, and call me every dirty name that there is. And he would just leave me in places. One time he even left me in New Mexico. After one incident with his grandmother called the cops, he ended up fleeing the country. He was in and out of jail all the time. After a while, I realized that my husband was my addiction. I loved him so much, and I wanted to change him. I wanted to make him a family man, but it was not what he wanted. When he came back, he ended up going to prison. I took care of my kids by myself, and eventually the kids and I moved on. I prayed that all would turn around for us, and while he was in prison, he started going to church, but when he got out, he went to church with us. I absolutely loved it. We took anger management classes together, but something triggered him. Everything changed back to the way things were in the past, and I realized I was not the only one suffering. I had drugged my kids through all of this for way too long. He had no respect for me or our relationship. It took me 17 years to open my eyes to this. The day that my life changed was the day that he would never hurt me in front of my kids or get mad and yell at them again. On June 25th, 2016, we left just about everything. We left him that night and went to the hospital. I really needed help. My kids were so frantic and scared, and they felt bad because they had no idea how to help me. I can vividly remember the looks on their faces I prayed that night that I would be strong enough to call it quits. We did not deserve to live this way. When forensics came in and started taking pictures of my injuries, that is when I realized this could be my life or death. God gave me strength that night to never go back. The kids and I ended up in a domestic violence shelter after our court date with a restraining order that was put in place for five years. My dad was there for us again and let us stay with him, my sister, and my niece. I did not have a job for the last three years due to neck and back issues, and I had to have a few surgeries. At times, I could barely walk or use my hands. A few days after, CPS was brought into my situation, 
I decided to quit using all forms of mind and body altering drugs. My kids are too important for me to lose. That brought new light to me. I needed to step up my game and be a real mother to my kids. So on July 4th, 2016, I quit cold turkey. <laughs> that feels good. <laughs> we all went to therapy for domestic violence and I went to AA meetings. A longtime dear friend of mine guided me back to church. It's called Life Church and I love it. They took me and his family really quickly. And we started praying a lot, and that's where I found my peace. I knew it was to time to apply Anchor 3 to my life. Respond to the love of God by surrendering my life and will to Jesus Christ. All the things I prayed for started to fall in place. That is when I was introduced to Celebrate Recovery. It was on September 22, 2016. I was in an all-worship night. It was awesome. I had started working, so I didn't really get to go as much as I wanted to. In December, my job gave me Friday nights off, so I could begin going to Encounter every Friday night, and as I fell in love with it instantly. When Encounter started, I knew that it was more than just a recovery program. It was a place where I can have an encounter with God and not just be in a program. It was a place where I could experience the presence, power, love, and healing by seeking God. Exodus 14:13, do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring to you today. It amazed me to see how God was helping people recover from different problems. During this time, I gave God all the operating room he needed to work on every area in my life. I went to, or I went in, I went all in in Encounter, and Encounter, my Encounter family went all in with me. My identity was lost before Encounter, but Anchor 4 helped me realize who I am in Christ and reject the lie that I am my character defects and sins. They have equipped me with so many learning tools to help me change who I was and ways to help me overcome the hardships of my life. One of the biggest tools I have learned is how to forgive myself and all of the people who have done me wrong or I have wronged. I have really healed in my heart in ways I never thought healing could be possible. I trust God now with everything, and I have learned that he does not waste anything, not even the bad. I am learning how to live out my life for Christ. I no longer have the shame or guilt hindering me from my past because I have been doing what Anchor 5 says. Get honest about my past so I can discover God's best version of me. God made my past my past by forgiving me. Psalms 32, 2. Yes, what joy for those who record the Lord has cleared of guilt who lives, whose lives, sorry. Now I can live with peace every day, even when it's hard. I know that I am never alone, I am the daughter of the Most High, and he loves me for exactly who I am. The kids and I finally found a place of our own. We had learned to be obedient and not jump back into the ways I used to live. I was very excited that my kids and I were moving to a new place, but we had nothing. God really showed us some endless blessings. 
On May 22, 2017, my Life Church family came together and provided us with all of the furniture and household necessities we needed. They even moved in all of the things while I was working. I was amazed. They prayed a covering over every room and around the whole house, showing me more of God's love. We were also blessed with brand new tires for my car from my Encounter family. Uh, God has showed me how faithful he is through people that he has put in my life. Today, as a single mom of the two greatest blessings I could ever ask for, I am working. We have our own place. My life is full of people who really love me, and I'm thankful for everyone that's a part of my life. I have learned what love really is. I know now through all the pains of my past that God has never left my side. God has set a fire in my soul, and his light is what leads me. My faith has grown stronger than I have ever imagined. I am full with so much love and joy, and the more that I share my story, the more joy I receive. I want to spread the love and joy I feel like a wildfire. People tell me that they can see the light of the Lord in my eyes and in my smile. I am living out Anchor 6 with so much joy these days by allowing God to make the transformation changes he wants me to make and stop trying to make them on my own. When I was playing God, I had no boundaries and no desires to follow God's path for me. But now he is transforming me from the inside out. God is continually changing my life through his word. I have embraced Anchor 8, which says, allow God's word to become the authority over my life. I love God and his word because he first loved me, still loves me, and that love and truth is now guiding my life. I don't have it all figured out. I just trust God and his word. Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. He does. That is what I pray for every day. I want to be his disciple. I want to continue to search God's heart every day and become more like him and keep listening and being obedient and running errands for the Lord. I used to trust in so many things. I trusted in drugs to numb my pain. I trusted in men and sex for love and acceptance. And now I trust in Anchor 11, which says, trust in the power of the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me. I learned at Encounter that if you want to get close to God, you have to learn how to run errands for the Holy Spirit. You are looking at God's errands, girl, because this girl's getting close to God more and more each day. I am letting the Holy Spirit lead and guide me. I want to make it clear that just because I'm sharing my story, I have not arrived. God is still working on me, and I am determined to finish strong. Philippians 3, 13 through 14. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach and end, reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Jesus Christ, is calling us. I give, glory all to, I give God all the glory for what I went through and where he is taking me. He has already written my story, and now that I am the child of the one true king, 
I am free from my past, and I am a changed person. My mind, heart, and soul has been renewed. Our God is so, so good. I mean, come on. He saved a wrench like me, and that's powerful. You're never too far gone. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found in you, by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. If you are new to Encounter or watching online, keep coming back. Keep calling on God. Keep coming to him and encounter. Keep praying. Keep seeking him with all of your heart. Keep trusting him and don't lean on your own understanding. God will find you. God will make your path straight. God will heal you and God will restore you and God will bring you back from captivity. He did it for me and he'll do it for you. I love you all so very much and thanks for letting me share.